0: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective,
1: 2020 on Vision. Phil Edwards, welcome along. Good morning
0: Neil, it's, uh, it's wonderful to be here and, and an interesting day, when I first heard the news this morning, uh, there was a tinge of sadness but it was actually more, my thoughts went to what an amazing legacy Billy Graham has left and what a faithful man and, and even looking at how the mainstream media is treating this story today, there's no criticism, Um, How could they? Because the man has lived an exemplary life as an example of a follower of Jesus for a start And he's just been so doggedly faithful to
1: what God called him to do You know, that word hypocrite gets thrown around a lot by people who are critics of Christian leaders And uh, I, as you, are thrilled that there is this sort of integrity that's been maintained throughout his life and uh, into his older years, and 99 years of age, there are those in the family, no doubt, who'd wanted him to go to that 100th year. But to have maintained that integrity, to have, as the Apostle Paul said, you know, run the race, uh, fought the good fight, uh, here we have a shining example that that has happened. And pretty amazing what
0: he did around the world. Uh, I, uh, I'll put my hand up and say I've watched the series The Crown, uh, whether it's a good thing or not, but it, it was uh, it's about the Queen. And there's one particular episode where it, talks to her relationship with Billy Graham, where he came to the UK, and uh, I think it actually treats it very, very well, and and it paints a very good picture of him, and it's an example of the kind of influence that he's had. Uh, One of the things I heard this morning was that uh, no other American um, has slept in the, the spare bedroom at the White House more than Billy Graham, which says, again, a lot about his influence with major world leaders. And you look at, at his faithfulness over the years. You know, he started in the late 1940s uh, and he went through to the early 2000s. That's a pretty long time span. And people just packed into stadiums and arenas to hear what he had to say. And it was, was not so much the fact that it was Billy Graham, but it was, he was concentrating on God's word. And he did that all around the world, you know, everywhere from New South Wales, you know, here in Australia, to North Korea, Uh, Victoria to Venezuela, South Australia to South Africa. Uh, He preached on every
1: single continent except Antarctica. And that is incredible. And I'm sure he was on some sort of video link in Antarctica or anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, yes. Phil, we've been talking a lot and uh, right from the earliest uh, parts of Rise and Shine this morning, listeners calling and giving their own reflections and uh, those who are of an older generation, some of them just reflecting back to 1959, there at that uh, initial crusade uh, where just hundreds of thousands of people came to hear Billy Graham preach. It and still lives holds the changed. record for the, the most people in the MCG. It is and I suspect, you know, when people talk about uh you know those uh, those dimensions of of being removed from various uh, people, uh the way the connections actually eventuate, I'm sure that there are a lot of people who can actually find a connection. I mean I'm thinking of my father in law who was saved at a nineteen fifty nine Billy Graham crusade. Yes. Now uh, of course, that was some five years before my wife was born. Uh, and then I married my wife, who was raised in a Christian home because of a conversion experience. And the, my daughters, they've got no idea that there's a connection to Billy Graham. But yeah. but these sorts of connections are there for an awful lot of people.
0: I think it would be amazing if we could map that out somehow, all those connections. Uh, one you might not know about was uh, Peter Jensen, who went on to become the Anglican Archbishop uh, in uh, in Sydney, went forward in the 1959 Crusade uh, as well. And there, there's just countless stories of people who uh, have gone on to do great things for God who gave their life to him at one of those events. And even even in my own family's history, my father went forward uh, at the Sydney Crusade in 1979 at Randwick, uh, and as the story's been told to me because I wasn't there, but... Uh, it was absolutely pouring with rain. There were, there were you know, um, everybody had umbrellas. It was an outdoor event. yet they Billy got up there and he preached the gospel. people responded it doesn 't matter what happens you know with the weather or anything else when the gospel goes out clearly and succinctly, and that was his gift. He only had a small handful of sermons that he gave, and he just kept going back to them because it was all about the heart of the gospel, and that doesn 't change and it has power, and it has that same power today. The challenge for us, the challenge for me personally, for you, Neil, for every person listening, the challenge for us as a ministry here at Vision is to actually continue in that same faithful vein of staying true to the gospel, of, of keeping that clear in front of us, to not water it down, to not stray away from it, and to not be afraid of actually declaring it, because there's
1: power in it when it goes out. Phil, there might be listeners who are not so familiar with the connections that Vision Radio has mm-hmm. to the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, but uh, we've got a long uh, history, a long association, and uh, especially with some of the crusades that have been going on with uh, grandson Will Graham, but... Uh, There is a tremendous strong bond, isn't there, between Vision and BGEA? It certainly
0: is. I mean, there's no official ties between our organisations, but there's certainly a lot of friendship and a lot of camaraderie in working together. And we've expressed that for anybody who's been around the last number of years. uh, would have seen things that we've done together in places like Broken Hill and Alice Springs. And this year in Kalgoorlie, coming up in May, Will Graham is uh, going to be there and looking forward to spending some time with Will once again. Um, and other events uh, that the BGA have run actually as part of or initiated through Vision. So there's been a number of smaller uh, crusades around the country or, or community events, the come-together events in places like Mildura uh, and in northern New South Wales. Uh, let me see, was it Inverell? Uh, somewhere in northern New South Wales. A number of other places around around Australia that, that came as a result of People hearing about it on vision, contacting the Billy Graham Association, saying, hey, we'd love to do something in our community. And then we get to partner with that local community as well. So it's the, th- that's the whole notion of the vine, if you like. You know, Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We're all actually grafted in together. If you, you think about the, that concept of a grapevine growing there, perhaps on a trellis, you know, in South Australia, you'll know the picture well or anywhere where they, where they grow. Uh, and it's all grafted together. But there are different parts. And, and the thing that happens out of that is fruit as we continue to work together. And, and I just I love the heart of the Billy Graham Association uh, and their willingness to,
1: to actually want to work with uh, others like us. And it's such a pleasure. And they've been such a smart bunch all these years, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, because they have seen the value of media. Yeah. So Billy Graham, renowned as one of the early tele-evangelists, and of course, honour to him again because uh, keeping his integrity when there's a number of televangelists that didn't. But this idea of partnering with media, while we talk about it being a privilege to have been partnering with Billy Graham and the Evangelistic Association, they've valued a partnership with us because they can preach anywhere in the nation. Uh, and so we're talking Will Graham on his uh, crusades, and partnering with an organisation like Vision gives them a national reach. So they can go to places like Broken Hill and Alice Springs, right. and uh, coming up as you say in May in Kalgoorlie, and they've not only got the audience in Kalgoorlie this year, but also a national audience listening through Vision. And it's not just the events. Uh, you know, for many many years
0: uh, we have broadcast. Uh, Billy Graham's programs, uh, The Hour of Decision and Peace with God, uh, as it then became. Uh, that The Hour of Decision ran for 50 years or something. It was a, it was a very long time. It was, it was first started back in the 1940s in the US, and then, of course, Billy ended up on television. So, again, this whole idea of capturing the power of media to transmit the truth of God's word is something that, that Billy was very much a pioneer in. Uh, And their aim really was uh, quite simple. They said they wanted to transmit, spread, and propagate the gospel of the Lord Jesus by any and all means. And I tell you, what a great way to do it through media. Um, And that's, again, we carry on that legacy. Uh, The baton has been passed, so to speak, to people like us. And that is our challenge to keep doing it, to be faithful, to continue to build legacy, to build foundations for people. We can't just rest on what happened in 1959. Or 1979, or whatever. We have to keep going faithfully ourselves, and I think that's the the challenge that we should take from Billy Graham. As today, he is, you know, with the Lord, uh, and is uh, no doubt uh, having an amazing time, Uh, and a lot of questions are being answered for him right now as he's reunited with uh, uh, the Lord and united with his wife uh, in glory. And we need to keep working toward that.
1: And, of course, it is a day when, as Christians, we almost put a celebratory cap on because... He is one of those champions of faith who is as we oftentimes talk about dying being promoted to glory. And if you were going to say how confident are you in the salvation of any particular individual, you might look at Billy Graham and you say there's someone who really knew the gospel, knew the assurance of salvation and in his promotion to glory is truly one who is a champion of Christian faith and uh, and you know we're we're absolutely confident that as he preached a message about God and repentance and going to heaven yeah. uh, that when we uh, when we get to a point like this we can actually be confident and even encouraged that here's someone who's gone before and finally reached that level going to heaven yeah yeah
0: absolutely um, and I've
1: just have
0: uh, just got a message here on my screen saying that uh, we are going to change our program up this morning you don't even know about this Neil okay. so <laughs> Something very special coming this morning. Uh, instead of focus on the family this morning, we have a program which we've been working with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in concert with them for some time um, in the, you know, for this day, knowing that it would come. Because if there's one thing that's certain for all of us, it's death. It will come at some point. And knowing that that would come for Billy at some stage, uh, we've prepared a special tribute, which is hosted by former Deputy Prime Minister John Anderson, uh, which we recorded in here in these studios uh, a few years ago now And uh, we've decided that we're going to play that for you this morning Coming up in about um, 15 minutes uh, Okay, well we'll look to Instead of Focus on the Family And that, that tells the story of Billy's life And particularly his connection to Australia And there may be some things you don't know So if I can encourage you to listen to that uh,
1: Hosted by John Anderson uh, and myself uh, Coming up this morning Alright, very good We have rearranged all sorts of things in our programming today